I've never, ever, ever used and put anything under a cup or a mug unless I was setting a beer on it. Really? Yeah. Ruined good wood. <sighs> what? Uh, There's condensation you know, regardless of what the, what's in the glass. You're just, I, I guess if it's hot, hot coffee or tea or something, okay, you don't, you don't want that. it to burn the table. Is that what you're worried about? It's, burning. it's condensation. condensation. It's what? Condensation? Needs I know what condensation okay. is. Have you ever seen a coffee table that's been damaged by... I, I guess I have, but I thought it was cold. heat. But I guess I'm just an idiot. Yes. Also, we need to do better for the cold open. This is this is um, good. This is fine. Fun. I like it. Yeah. It's good because you're picking on me being an idiot. Exactly. That's one of us is always at the receiving end of this. Because there's someone out there who doesn't know shit about condensation, and we're teaching them now, thanks to you, Stevo. <laughs> and his and that person's name Fair is Stevo. <laughs> He's gonna listen to this back and be like, uh huh, <laughs> condensation. That's a thing. Josh right. has a divergent series. Welcome to episode nine of Rather Replaying, the podcast where we talk about how we'd rather be playing games than getting up six hours from right now to catch my flight back home and leaving the wonderful city of Seattle. I'm Josh. I'm Elliot. And I'm Steve-O. And I'm sorry you guys got to go. I'm I'm sorry that you have to get up that early, you <laughs> fucking Egypt. I'm just going to stay up. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I'm not going to wake. I'm not going to. I'm going to sleep through my alarm because it's, it's almost nine o'clock right now. We're not going to be done with this for... A while and then we still have to eat dinner yeah. <laughs> and it's gonna be well after cl- at least close to midnight by the time we're ready for bed and then have to be up three hours later i'll just stay up with you and play mario kart i think we should do that that sounds good to me good yeah. luck i'm having a good night's sleep lads. i'm a sensible <laughs> man i don't know what you are doing i'm gonna sleep on the plane it's, it's, so it's so you, well, you don't fly out to like one tomorrow so i know I that's can... because i'm a smart man i'm an intelligent person uh, yeah, schoolboy yeah. booking a flight for five thirty. I'm smarter than to book I'm it. smarter than both of you. I'm not flying anywhere. Every, every <laughs> other flight was hundreds and hundreds of dollars more. I was taking this fucking flight. Yeah, <laughs> PAX is done. I came here for PAX, and I guess Josh sometimes, but mostly PAX. I figured it's fine. It so, was a good excuse to come visit, though. And uh, Josh uh, or PAX? Well, both. <laughs> well, what I meant was PAX was a good excuse to come visit Josh. So that's what I mean by both. Yeah. And this city, I've never been out to the West Coast and Seattle is kind of beautiful, lads. I got to say. It's, it's had perfect weather the whole time. It's been very, yeah. very good. It's got, it's got a, got a little warm in, during the mid-afternoon, probably got up to like 84, 85. But other than that, like mornings were awesome. Uh, evenings got a nice cool breeze and it's, yeah. It's, you got your coffee shop across the street, which was the quaintest, most kindest, adorable Shout out! Uh, shout out to C and P Coffee. Yeah, yes. uh, they were really nice to us. Very supportive. Yeah, asked us of what we were doing because we're wearing matching, rather be playing shirts. Yeah, <laughs> like I told you guys when I first moved here and I walked across the street and got some coffee, they were like, I told them I've just moved in, and they're like, "Oh, it's on the house." And I'm like, "I love you guys." Yeah, so can't argue with that. They're yeah. so friendly. Like really, that West West Coast chilled out. Like really, really nice, really chatty. Uh, yeah, it was it was a good start to our days on both of the days that we went to pack. Especially coming in off the fucking Newark airport. Quiet <laughs> of they're, just anger. They're and not friendly there? Frustrations. <laughs> it was nice. It was very nice. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, this will be the PAX album. Guess so. Album. Yeah. Album? Are we going to do like 10, 10 tracks? <laughs> or a, a play on like the White Album. Like rather be playing the PAX album. Uh-oh, we might have to edit that out. Yeah, that was not, bad. Not sure what that means. That was awesome. That was terrible. <laughs> this will be the episode title. We'll leave the, we'll, we'll let the viewers decide. No, listeners. Won't. I, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> listeners, viewers, readers, come on, lads. Dr- just drink your beer. <laughs> by the way, this podcast is sponsored by Deschutes Inversion IPA. Deschutes. <laughs> For when you want to get drunk while doing a podcast. <laughs> it's working. And also by the Divergent series on, on audiobook. Sorry, I'll stop looking at things in Josh's house now. <laughs> my wife is my wife is gonna start getting mad at you for making fun of her, her audiobooks. <laughs> I mean, she's the one who bought them. So. I know. I'm I'll, supposed to make fun of the, my wife on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Especially when she's provided a roof over our heads for the last couple of days. Do it behind her back, not on air. <laughs> Shit. You're right, we blew it. <laughs> so, lads, we were here for PAX. Yeah, we went to PAX, um, played a lot of games, saw a few of the uh, events, some of the panels, um, and had an all-around great time. Ooh. It was brilliant. I absolutely loved it. My first ever convention, and I didn't know what to expect at all. And I just, it was it was brilliant. It, it's one of those things that you could only do in this country, in the America, they don't as have, I call it. Yeah, yeah. outlawed in other countries. <laughs> no, none whatsoever. <laughs> no, but I mean, okay, I'm coming from Ireland. Oh, apparently they tried to have a convention there. Maybe I talked about that on the podcast before, yeah, and it was an so. absolute disaster. Oh, was it? It's like, yeah. It's like the fire Festival of PAX. So, so they have like <laughs> games. They had 10 people in the entire show to look after 3,000 attendees. Oh. It was like really bad. Okay, it mustn't have been 10. It was a little more than that. 12. But apparently... <laughs> Like people have paid hundreds of dollars, brought their kids across the country to go uh, see this, and they were told, you know, just you're not getting in. And those that got in could hardly play games. There was lots of systems. Oh, it was not a game convention. Yes. I just assumed it was just like a no. This is the first ever games. I, I think maybe even they called it Instagram. Gamescom they call, Ireland. They or called something. it Pex. But it was an absolute disaster. Jokes. <laughs> you don't owe him that. None of us do. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> why the? F- I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's just a shambles. This is a, this. I'm I'm not trying to diss Ireland too much, but in this case, it was a step too far. It was kind of like you know, like there is so many gamers there, and there's so many people who are big into games, and yeah. as well, like the economy's well, the recovering. <laughs> and it's doing pretty all right at the moment. Uh, They're our favorite tax loophole. I'm sure. <laughs> Rather be playing would be in the red if it wasn't for our secret <laughs> Irish uh, so, headquarters. But that all said, as much as I had fun at PAX, I don't know who the fuck is crazy enough to do this for four days. Yeah. Two, yeah, two is good. Dead. First day, you kind of go and scope out everything you want to see. If you get lucky that you, you know, and there's no line for the thing you want to play, great. But you scope it out beforehand the first day, and then the second day, you come back and be like, and have a plan. Say, I want to go play this, 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 and this. And But are we just old people, Josh? Are we just, like, <laughs> is that the problem? I Should we have got here on Thursday? No, we're just Should... impatient, and and I, I don't want to stand in line for hours on end. Yeah. Uh, so that immediately ruled you out of seeing a few things? Yes. Yeah, I, I was I was not going to stand in line for Super Mario Odyssey. I wasn't going to stand in line for Metroid Samus Returns. I mean, as much as I know 
that I would have loved to have played either of those. Yeah, yeah. There was one Super Mario Odyssey comes out in like what a month and a half. Mm-hmm. And I think Metroid is even I think it's sooner than that, or is there, I don't know. It's 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 sometime. It, it's not. It, it's coming out in soon enough time. And I know there's nothing I'm going to go play that's going to be like make me want to buy it more. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. suddenly, I mean, or make me suddenly go, yeah, this game's not for me. I'm pretty sure I know what to expect with these games. I I, I mean, hell, Metroid: Samus Returns is a remake of a game I already enjoy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, wait, you enjoy it? Metroid Two. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. It was good. I mean, it's not great, but it's not. It's good. What are you getting at? Like, oh, just that it's not a great game. Oh, it's not a good game. I liked it, but it's, it's a Metroid game. It's incredibly confused. dated. It's like Metroid One. Well, yes, but like, so, oh, I, but okay. I mean, I, so I also played the AM2R, the uh, another Metroid Two remake. But that's not. No, Metroid I know it's. I, no, but it's it's a it's a re, it's a remake of it. It's, but it's di- not. But yeah, I'm not talking about that. But I'm saying is I I ha- already have now an experience of someone remaking an old game that I liked at least at the time i mean i'm not going out of my way to play metroid 2 right now all i, all I was saying is metroid 2 is in a poorly aged game yes no I, yeah okay yeah. that's poorly aged but i mean at the time but it was decent another metroid 2 remake is a fantastic remake yes yeah yeah i'm not so, arguing that but are you I'm, arguing with the fact that nintendo are capable of making something as good as no, another no. metroid 2 remake? we've spent way too much time on just josh just said i very much enjoyed the original and I, I did, like, but I also played it when I was like 10. I, I had to scoff. So that was it. I mean, yeah, that was all. And we spent, Just use your words in the, in the beginning and we can skip the argument. Did we, we, mention, we should probably mention real quick that this is the first time we've done an episode with all of us in the same room together. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we're making eye contact and it's really freaking me out. It is. I'm not is. used to this. I've, I've got my vomit bucket next to me, so I'm already ready. Um, okay. <laughs> I can't look at Steve that long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's just so jealous of the beard. Nice. So yeah, it's true. One day, Josh. One day you might be able to grow one. Uh, I'm just joking. <laughs> you won't. I can. I got like weird patches where it like just doesn't grow like right here. It's ah, just, the mange. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but so we. I mean, there were some games there that we. You know, like I said, I, I'm impatient and we had a plan going forward. But along the way, we wanted to go and we did plan to see some of the panels and some of the uh, what you might call it's the presentations, if you will, yeah. of, of of different from different companies and different organizations. And so while we were there. We were, th- we were there on Saturday and Sunday. Today is Sunday. And we saw on Saturday we did, uh, we went to the Inside Gearbox presentation, which. That was number one, yeah. That was first the first one. We well, well. Oh, go ahead. Was, you, got, you guys. Yeah. Right. Okay. It was number 1.1. We, we tried to go to the Nintendo presentation, which. You guys did. I, I was like, I'm not standing in that line. Yeah. Was, <laughs> well, we kind of knew it wasn't going to happen. So it was, this was the Metroid Samus Returns yes. uh, panel, which was. Uh, Nintendo's first panel ever at PAX, and we were very excited, and also the entire world was very excited and yes. already in line by the time we got there. And we were like, we knew we were too late to probably realistically get in. We were like 20 minutes early, maybe, and people were probably lining up at 6 a.m., and yeah. we yeah. weren't going to do that. So we just gave it a shot, and they had the enforcers out there just saying, like, no more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and meanwhile, I'm in the gearbox line because I'm like, I'm not dealing with that shit. So, um, <laughs> That said, I probably should have just slept in then gone to the Gearbox presentation. Seriously? You you're that <laughs> harsh on it? Like So, I I don't really necessarily have a problem with Randy Pitchford per, like personally or anything. Yeah. And yes, it was kind of entertaining where he came out and did magic tricks and shit, but I don't care about that. Yeah. <laughs> that is not the reason I, I spend an hour or an hour and a half of my time to go to a fucking presentation where half the time he's dancing around making jokes and 
again showing how he can memorize pi to the ten thousandth digit and solve the ruse. Yes, it's impressive. Like dang, but I can. I that's I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't want to spend time doing that. That's something I'm like. That's something I'm like. Okay, I'll watch a YouTube clip of that later. That's not something I want to go sit in a fucking theater and go. Yeah, that was nice, but uh, what about Borderlands Three? But but can I posit that like so many brands have been built up around a figurehead. Yeah. In the last five years in particular, in the last 10 years, you know, and I think what they're trying to do is make Randy Pitchford the guy. Yeah. And I think he obviously loves that, you know. I, I, yeah, but he, he, was, ha- he has to deliver something. We we saw the same <laughs> yeah. We Happy Few stuff we've seen before. I mean, I think yeah. it, might, it might have been a new trailer, but it was still just a trailer and nothing really new. Yeah, I honestly don't remember if it was a new or not, but that's well. Let's, there was the star from the star. What were they talking about? And sorry, uh, I, 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 yeah. The first thing he said was, "We're not going to talk about Borderlands 3. So at that point, we should have just walked out. Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and then he's like, "Instead, I'm going to show you how much pie I can memorize." <laughs> yes. <laughs> I <was> like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I and and then he talked about. So first off, I don't know. So the, the guy sitting next to me in the audience <laughs> had three. Three of the collector's editions of the Borderlands games. There was like the giant ass ultimate ultimate handsome Jack collection, the Borderlands 2 Xbox 360 version. Is that what those giant boxes are? Yes. I had no idea for a moment when I first got in. I thought that he was going to be given out swag. And I was like, we're sitting in the right place. As soon as he starts throwing that stuff out, we're going to grab some. How horrible would it be if he's just like, going to toss us out? And the guy next to him just like, (laughs) (laughs) well, I thought he would have a few to pass out. The reason he had him was because Randy Pitchford was doing autographs and stuff afterwards. Hey. It was the autograph session. That's but that right. guy was like the most like so. Okay, he so, loved fucking everything. Oh my god! I, I don't fucking I, everything, but he loved. <laughs> comma. Nope. Just gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the no. But like he, they. So one of the things they announced was that they were adding Borderlands skins to Battleborn, and you would have thought the guy next to me, his team just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah he's going for it. I just and I'm sitting there going, it's a fucking skin. I mean, yeah. And I and yeah, and so there was that. There was the We Happy Few. Um, oh, and then there was like a thirty. So at this point, you guys left to go to your other thing. Well, well, let's. Sorry, I'm going to slow you down again. So uh, I totally agree. The the Bo- Battleborn skins. Yeah. The fact that they focus on this kind of thing. Who cares about skins? I know. Like, would uh, would the, the guy next to me did. clearly Uh, and maybe that is what it was for maybe it was for the hardest of the hardcore what I found a little more interesting about the Gearbox presentation was that there was a bit of comedy to it yeah Randy Pitchford isn't everyone's taste and personally I'm not particularly a magic fan Mm -hmm. at all but at least he was trying to entertain get something going the but that's just like the Again, I don't have a problem with that, but there has to be substance behind it. You can't just have like the, I'm going to make this entertaining presentation and then I'm going to come out and be like, and then we've got Borderlands skins for Battleborn. See ya, everybody. Can can I keep talking about the thing a little bit? Fine. They had a little comedy sketch in the middle and it was actually kind of funny. You know, yes. we gotta give them oh, the again. We gotta give them credit for oh, yeah, the what for what they actually did. That got a couple of chuckles out of me. You know, I'm, it was funny. Yeah, yeah. And so what I'm what I'm trying to get at is, I totally agree in terms of they didn't give us any real announcements. They didn't talk about any 
games and what they did, they were talking about stuff that they want to sell you as add-ons for a game, which is, yeah, kind of shameful, if you ask me. Actually, when they started talking about We Happy Few, it made me reflect on what I think about, you know, Gearbox Publishing. Like, they're not a good company. They don't look after the consumers at all. They're Like, I watched Jim Sterling recently, and he was talking about We Happy Few. And it was uh, just, I it was a lot of information for me. Like, they basically have taken a game which was in early access, which people have been paying $30 for, and it had a lot of potential, and they were looking forward to it coming out, getting a full game. And now pieces are going to get sliced off it. And it's been, you know, gearboxed. It's been turned into Borderlands. There's going to be special editions, deluxe editions. There's going to be uh, exclusive DLC. There's going to be DLC and DLC and yeah. DLC. And, like... It ruins a game. Yeah. You're not getting what you potentially could have got if paying $60 gave you the, the, the full whack. Right. And, you know, that was what disappointed me more about this whole thing. They were trying to sell you add-ons. Right. It's shitty add-ons, too. Yeah. Not, e- not even, well, I, again, the guy next to us didn't agree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he thought they were fantastic. Exactly. But, but yeah, they were selling add-ons, and I don't know. It, it was a little disappointing for us going to our first panel that that's what we, we got. You it know? wasn't. Yeah. It was, it was billed as, like, inside Gearbox. So I was like, okay, yeah. tell us what you're working yeah. on. And they're like, yeah. yeah, we're working on that. But about this skin, let's talk about these <laughs> yeah. skins and yeah. how I can solve a Rubik's Cube with my eyes closed. Yeah, okay, so, you're absolutely right. Yeah. That, that sums it up pretty well. <laughs> they, so. had, they had, I mean... The pie thing is warming up the audience. Like, you know, that's what you have to do when you're not confident in the show you're doing. But the thing is, like, I I, I was expecting a payoff. Like, he was going to tie that into some, like, so let me tell you about how we're using what I've just learned in the next game. And I'm like, you're right. But it never went anywhere. That's what I was expecting from it. And then I'm just like, I Uh, should have just taken a shit instead. (laughs) (laughs) It's one way of looking at it. But so anyway, Elliot and Steve were smart and they left because they scheduled they were scheduled a different uh, a session. There was uh, a session right after like right before that one ended um, called Streaming 101. And since we've been doing a, a few rounds of PUBG online uh, and Rocket League, and that's pretty much it. You did some Final Fantasy V yeah, on did there as well. While, yeah. um, we By the way, I finished it just in time both my games. But anyway, go ahead, continue. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Let's give a yeah. little round of applause. Well done, Josh. It's not easy from what we hear. Yeah. Um, I'll never do it. <laughs> I'd like to think I will someday. Anyway, neither here nor there. Yeah, we went to the Streaming 101 thing, which had, and we did try to do research here and get the names of the panelists that were on there, and we couldn't. The only one that comes to mind was the one that was easiest to remember. Topic. Topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we will look into this. We, we will. will give them the full credit the next time out. But notes, it was maybe. it was a pretty entertaining panel. They were they were funny people. They were. Like, yeah. They they clearly absolutely love what they do. Some of them do streaming as a profession. It seemed like whereas yeah, they quit their day jobs and like eventually they quit their day. Got yeah. to the point where they could quit their day jobs and do this full time and be fully supported by their. Yeah. Well, I mean, this and I know this is. Kind of not well, not really separate, but somewhat tangentially related. So last night when we came back, before we went back out, or well, before you guys went back out, rather, you know, we were watching Twitch for a oh, little yeah. bit, yeah. and we watched. Um, it was Shroud, uh, a prolific streamer. He does a lot of PUBG lately, 
And first off, he's play you know, he's really he's really good. Yeah. He's amazing. But Do, like, doing things with the keyboard that we didn't even know so were possible. Fast. It's but, like in between the sixty FPS frames. <laughs> but we're like watching and you know, Steve O and Elliot are sitting there talking about like, you know, the donations that pop up and things yeah. like that. And uh, someone just subscribed and yes, they're obnoxious, but you understand me that's the thing is is these guys are playing those games for, you know, eight, ten hours a day. Yeah. yeah. That 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 is their job. Yeah. At this point. No, no, so, yeah, that's understood. I mean, I don't know who's actually going out and donating. I mean, I kind of, but I understand that's how they make their living. Yeah, so. yeah. And but kind of half the point was that you know they would they would not say that everyone could do that. Yeah, <laughs> that was the point of they streaming one hundred and one. Clear that don't start off by quitting your day job. Yeah. Yes, and then yes. and the good thing is that resonated with us because we have always thought about it as. Just an addition. It's supplementary yeah. to the podcast. It's yeah. something that we can do that, to be honest, it is fun. It's, it's just something we can do in our own time when we're together playing a few games. And then maybe we'll get a funny story out of it or maybe. Yeah. And it's it's our podcast uh, is only once every other week. So it's a way for us to keep engaged and to keep putting out content and ways to yeah. to reach people and yeah. well, i mean uh, we, we do not... need to do just more streaming definitely i mean definitely. We, it's, yeah. been, it's been yeah. a, it's been a while since it's just so doesn't... much fun like it's, yes it's yeah just, i totally agree it, it, well, you know we want to connect we want to interact and what better way to do it than just by playing just by video playing, games yeah, like, yeah. you can't go wrong with it it's so much fun yeah um, i mean we started adding like news we started curating news and and things on the website uh, elliot's written a blog post and we'll start writing some more editorials and things like in that in there but i mean like even then i mean i even i've already had one subscriber come and say you know hey oh no, no holy crap now i know the secret of mano is i didn't know secret man was getting a remake so at least yeah. Yeah. at least we're putting out stuff that yeah we we may it may be stuff that we may find interesting and not necessarily everything under the sun, but yeah. it's still a curated list of things that we think you might be you might be interested in as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's slow going, mm -hmm. and it is literally entirely just the three of us that does every bit of it. So um, yeah, we can't hit everything, but it's it's just it's fun, and we, yeah, we enjoy doing this. We so. can't quite get the <laughs> podcast going every week yet. It's something we hope maybe we can do someday, but in the meantime, like we supplement with. All this other stuff. Yeah. And so that's why we went to the streaming 101. Like, yeah. yeah. And going stuff. back to basically, it was it was a fun little panel. It was it was a good chat that they had. Yeah. Uh, what did we learn? Uh, their basic their things that they were trying to teach us was one, don't quit your day job. Yeah. Like yes. two, basically, uh, make sure you do it for the right reasons, which again resonated with us. Yeah. We would do it because we find it fun. And maybe we would get a funny video out of it that we could share We've on the had a couple, <laughs> yeah, so on the funny. website or share with our friends, and they'd get a laugh out of it. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, more things for for people who would be streaming uh, like more regularly than us, or who would be trying to take donations. They were just telling them like keep an eye on your donations, have a separate account, and, yeah, you know, the business like, side of things. Basically, uh, pay your taxes and keep on top of that stuff because that's so, so important. And the other thing was partnerships. Like everyone who was on there was uh, a partner with Mixer, which is a Microsoft streaming service. Yeah. And uh, they were basically saying that getting a partnership isn't what it's all about, that 
there are other ways to make money through streaming and there's other ways just to enjoy it without Patreon. setting yourself. Patreon yeah. is yeah. a big thing that they were plugging um, because a lot of them use it, but it was it was a fun one. It was yeah. it was worth popping in, but again, yeah, like it was it was kind of things that we thought uh, we already know that. Yeah, it, there was it, no like trade secrets divulged. It yeah. was just yeah. like, make sure you know what you're doing, you're accountable to all this shit and uh, don't quit your day job. Yeah. Um, and- <laughs> they kept saying that a lot. Good. Ad- <laughs> the, the one good piece of advice is that, that I took away was do it regularly. Keep keep up a regular schedule of when yeah. you're going to stream. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah. Treat it like a TV and it, show. And it might be something that we could do as something well. We we, yeah, we should chat and maybe come up with an evening in a week that we would constantly do. Well, I know but, I know one game we need to play, but that's coming out soon and we will discuss that later. But yes. Yeah. What? Don't keep us in suspense. What do you keep doing? <laughs> what? <laughs> Divinity Original Sin 2? He had like three words left in the whole section and we would have jumped right into it. But. <laughs> I'm just saying. We'll talk about that later. But anyway, <laughs> so after the streaming 101, uh, of course, which I didn't go to uh, again, but uh, we did meet up later and we went to the uh, Waypoint panel, which uh, that was later in the evening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was this podcast awesome. is sponsored by it Waypoint. Was it was a, uh, it was just pretty much their podcast, and we were sitting yes. in the audience for it. So listen for our very distinctive claps. They were <laughs> in the audience. One of them Mine was wasn't. One's a little more Irish than the other two. Um, <laughs> Oh, it was it was really good. They're really charming people. They're really uh, obviously so knowledgeable, like Austin Walker, Patrick Klavik, uh Daniel Riendo, and Danica Hard. Like they've all been in the uh, gaming sphere for a number of years. They all know their stuff. Mm-hmm. They they all like care about gamers, but they also care about uh, society, yeah. and they you know like. I don't know. It was just, it was a really nice vibe and it was a really fun discussion, you know? Yeah. I mean, and they, they started talking about one of the, one of the part of the conversation that was, you know, resonated with me. And again, this, I guess they, they, they produce stuff on Monday, right? Is that yeah. They, so, they go so Monday and Friday. So their podcast will probably come out uh, the day after or the day before ours does. Um, so uh, you'll probably, if you listen to Waypoint, it'll already be out. Um, but one of the things they discussed you know, was the kind of whole diversity within, you know, gaming uh, and, and which I thought was kind of which was which was neat because I, I like talking about it. But uh, I mean, it kind of is difficult for me and you know actually all of this kind of in general, just because in general, this is three straight white males. Straight white dudes. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, so it's it's I understand I, I, I get the the notions that are out there that, you know, the from the the other groups that, you know, are not are not as privileged as you know we are. Um, but it's having not really having that diversity within our our own little sphere right here. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. difficult to actually breach those topics, which I would I would love to talk about, but also not to the sense that I would love to get someone else in here to have that discussion Absolutely. with, rather than just yeah. having like this little echo chamber where you know we pretend we like we know everything, which we don't. We don't, and we know we don't. But um, <laughs> but yeah. That said, I just want to be like I want to get to the level where I can make fun of you guys the way Patrick makes fun of his co- colleagues. <laughs> Think. Uh, I think oh. you're past you're past that. That's true. Okay, good, good, good. You, you just don't know how to take the sting out quite as well as you <laughs> it burns. Be Josh. kind, Josh. Be, be kind. What's the point then? <laughs> so but it yeah. was it was a good panel. I I They're so I, good I together. They have yeah. such great chemistry it's, together. It's just banter it's so and it's just like they, they trust each other as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. all know that they're fighting the same fight, that they're on the same team. It's like it's it's nice. It, it's got a family vibe to it. 
God, we're really on waypoint here, lads. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So, but it was, it was awesome. So, it was, stop rather be playing right now. <laughs> shut up. Shut up, Ali, shut up. Stop it. You, do you know what you're doing? Waypoint <laughs> needs the help, guys. <laughs> uh, actually, though, but, but lastly, we had one more panel. Or not really. It wasn't really a, well, I guess it was a panel, but it was a lot of presentation, too. Um, we went to go see Danny O'Dwyer, who, um, if you don't know, does a lot of uh, video game documentaries. They're, like, crowdfunded. No clip. No, yeah, it's called No Clip. Um, and... Uh, but he so he does a lot of these documentaries, and, and recently he's done did one with CD Projekt Red out in uh, uh, Poland, and the guys who made the Witcher series. And so uh, this is this was the tenth anniversary of the the Witcher series, at least as far as a can, gaming standpoint. Can I start? You you led into this so wrong. We went to go see Danny O'Dwyer. We went to see the Witcher ten year anniversary yeah. like thing. Okay, well that's yes. that's what it was. Well, yeah, but Steve the entire time <laughs> was like Danny O'Dwyer. He's <laughs> awesome. Have you seen his Have you seen his documentaries? I love them. I wouldn't keep saying it if you hadn't watched them, lads. Doom. Just watch the Doom one and watch the Rocket League one. They're phenomenal. They're so good. Anyway, but so okay, we went to go see the Witcher you keep thing. It was other just people's products. It was just it was just very coincidental that no Danny was there. So um, you know what? No clip is sponsored by Rather Be Playing. From now on, nope, we can't afford it. Go on. It's a free sponsorship. <laughs> um, so we went we went down there as, uh, back to the theater where we went to the Gearbox thing. So this is a lot better already because it wasn't Gearbox. Um, and they kind of went through the video. They had like video uh, clips put together for The Witcher one, two, and three. Um, it was it was pretty like I really liked how how they planned it, how it yeah. was presented. You know, it it started off with Danny O'Dwyer coming out onto the stage, and he knows these guys so well at yeah. these this point. He went over there like at least once or twice with Gamespot as well. Right. Uh, talk to them, especially in the build up to Witcher Three, which was such a huge release, yeah, and deserved all of the press that it got from start to finish yes. because Witcher Three is a fantastic game. Yes, it's brilliant. Have you both beaten it? I no. have. Yes. Have you played much of it? Nope. You've never played it at all. I don't have it. You don't what? have it, Elliot. No. I've got it on PS4, and I bought it on PS4. I have because on PC. I I bought the complete edition, thinking that I could pop it in and just start from the expansion packs. No, no. Yeah, you can't. No. Yeah. No, you can't. No, you can't. I know. I was raging. <laughs> so I. Well, you no. see, I had completed the game on PC. Oh, that's so I bought okay. it on on because oh. I wanted to sit on the sofa and play the expansions, and I assumed I could just start off one of the expansions. And when I booted it up, and it was like. Try playing. Start new game. <laughs> what, what do you call it? Uh, Hearts of Stone or yeah, Hearts of Stone one? and Blood and Wine. Blood yeah, and so wine. it was Hearts of Stone. I think was the first one. I tried to click into it and it was just like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> that's for a new game plus. And I was like, oh well, I guess I bought this and I'm never gonna play it. Yeah. So I'll give it to you, Elliot. You gotta play it. It's really good. No, Your I'm, brother was obsessed with it, wasn't he? Yeah, played he, it a lot. He played it obsessively for like a summer and. Killed the whole game. Yeah, killed all the DLC. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did everything on the new on the new game, and then I was like, I want to kind of want to play New Game Plus. So I started it up, but I haven't really gotten in further than that. Did you buy the DLC? Did yeah, no, you? yeah, I beat Blood and Wine and Hearts and stuff. Oh, you did. Yeah. Wow, man, I didn't realize that. Why? So I have played so Witcher, how American did I, I sound I have there? played Witcher I, one, two, and three in the DLC. So I played them all. Okay, oh, you wow. you beat us. Okay, you beat us. Yeah, you beat right. us soundly. I'm telling you, you've never beaten any of them. No. So I know I know neither of you have played Witcher one. It does have some quirks to it, and the combat is very rhythm based rather than like tactical. Yeah. yeah. But I still like the story, and I think it's actually still a pretty good game. I mean, yes, Witcher two and Witcher three 
definitely improve upon it. Yeah. But I would still recommend at least trying Witcher 1 and seeing if you like it. Play through the first act. G- give me some it. credit. I played through the first act. I got. I just got on to the, the town. Okay. And like, as you get there, the shit's going down. Yeah. And there's like these horrifying creatures attacking. And it's like, wow, this is really atmospheric. Yeah. This is really kind of creepy. And... <laughs> Then I kind of switched it off and didn't turn it on again. There's, so there's I, just something I'll get back about to it. it that I, I I really enjoyed. I I just don't know. It's just it's it's fun, but like I understand there's some kind of like weird shit like in with how the game works. But I still enjoy it. Like I just like running around the city. It just looks. I know it's older. It's ten years old at this point, but it looks. It's it just it's just nice to run around and do stuff. And then a lot of, some of it's repetitive. And some of it's dumb and some some of the combat's really easy once you figure out the stances and you know what signs to use and stuff. But yeah. I don't know. It's just a nice game to play. I don't know. It's it's just the easiest way to put it for me. I don't know. It yeah. was really interesting to hear them talk about it as well. And the the thing that I really enjoyed about it was the fondness and and how much they care about that first game. Yeah. Like it put them on the map. It was so hard for them to sell. Uh you know. But they did it because they believed in it. And as well, it's Polish folklore. I, I want something like this mm-hmm. yeah. from Irish folklore, Irish mythology. I want this. I, I, I feel like Ireland deserves it. Like the, the tales are, are so rich and so like... The, you, you never played the Ulysses game? <laughs> uh, I wonder, is there actually an Irish game out there about Cúhollin and the... The Irish tales, like there's, there's such a wealth there. Anyway, getting off topic. Uh, Witcher One uh, is meant to be a great game. I have played that first act, and the quest and stuff, and the characters in it. You can tell us this, Josh. Uh, is that is that how you pronounce it? What Josh you can spell Cúhollin. I'm so impressed. Wow. Especially, is that what you? Is that that's what, exactly it? I'm okay. So I always said Cúchulain because I didn't know how. To, I didn't. I didn't know. I mean, that's how it looks. That's how you read it in English. I'm I just, just no, man. You've done okay. great. I'm really impressed that you spelled so, that. So I'm really also, well done. As someone who's only played like I think I played one more act past you, Sibo. You said you're yep. Just past the first one. I think I got to the start of the third one. Um, it wasn't just that that impressed me about. How they, t- how you know, they very much love it and still very much appreciate it. It's a very soft, it's a very sweet spot in all of their memories. But also, uh, the business decisions they were yeah. making in that time, which were huge risks, yeah, uh, to, to just maintain complete control over the IP. Yeah. every deal that was yeah. offered to them. The insight that we got into yeah. that was amazing. Yeah. You're right. It, it, like he, he's such a, a smart guy. Yeah, like. But- there, there's this fledgling company in this from this country that's not known for video games. Yeah. No one's giving them a chance. They can't even get their foot in the door. Finally, someone does, and they're like, "We'll do this, but we own all the rights." And they still like didn't do that. Went and hired lawyers, which they couldn't afford to get the deal they needed. And mm-hmm. it's just like, and because of that, we have free of like third party publisher control. Yeah, like for the gamers, Witcher games, and it's. So cool to to see how that came about. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it really was such a, a clash. It, it like contrasted so well to Gearbox. This yeah, is like yeah, the first really was. the first panel that we went to and the last panel that we went to were two like companies polar opposites, absolute yeah. polar opposites in how they treat their consumers, how they go yeah. about building something that they want to sell, like. It, Gearbox basically want to sell you a game, slice off parts of it, or just add on 
things which are immaterial for the sake of selling for a few more bucks. Whereas like CDPR want to like build a game that they feel is worth their consumer's money. Yeah. I know that that could just be like they, them pulling the wool over our eyes or just telling consumers what they want to hear. But when their games play that out, when their games actually stand up to that, yeah. like every quest in Witcher 3 is handcrafted. It It is this culture of of like competitiveness between the writers to make something more exciting or more interesting or more heartfelt than the guy next to you. It's just like, I wish every company could keep control of their IP, could be a smart. Yeah. Now, in fairness, they had, they were a publishing company. So yeah. they were publishing games in Eastern Europe. Yeah. So they had a big bucket of cash oh. in order to fund their own games. I didn't so that's that. why they were able to do it. And, and the reason that they needed a publisher in North America was because they needed the distribution links. They yeah. needed the advertising know-how. So that like, I guess we should, try and jump on through the games here yeah they they also showed clips of uh witcher 2 like touching on different parts of the story a game for me which is in my top five all time an absolute amazing game it's basically a political thriller <laughs> based in uh fantasy medieval times you know it it's a, a fantastic game elliot please yeah. play it play it play it it's know. just so good i'm gonna finish the first one at some point backlog then... roulette yeah, <laughs> I would fucking love that. Would you really? You wouldn't play it though. Come first, on, I, I do the first one for sure. Oh, you okay. play the last one? Oh, okay. I, so, I, Josh, I, I, you pick Witcher one. I pick Witcher two, and then uh, you can pick whatever you want for yourself. I pick Witcher one. So I want to start with Witcher one. Witcher one comes before Witcher. You'll two. do whatever backlog roulette tells no. you, or maybe you'll play through no, Witcher no, so one. So, into, or so here's get... here, here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna pick Witcher one. I'm gonna pick Silent Hill. Steve is <laughs> gonna pick Silent Hill two. <laughs> And you're going to pray you land on it too. And then I'm just going <laughs> to play The Last of Us instead. <laughs> One of the big things that, <clears throat> at least myself, I, I was not really concerned about were, I didn't really have any desire to see like the AAA games. I mean, like I, I think we uh, like we mentioned earlier, you know, Mario Odyssey and Metroid, I know they're coming out. There's nothing really that's going to change my mind We're on gonna get them anyway. wanting to play, yeah. you know, wanting to play those. Um, same thing with like things like uh, Far Cry 5. Um, oh, what else was out there? Uh, well, I mean, Wolfenstein, we, we didn't play it, but we walk, watched by, walked by and Ellie and I have both been playing through the original Wolfenstein and are both having a blast. And I, I think once yeah. Wolfenstein 2 yeah. comes out, it's something I'm going to want to play. We're oh, gonna all have to pick it up. Actually, it's one that we could all play together. Yeah. We did kind of we did see a little a few of the the bigger names. I played Well, we kind of we kind of wandered past all of the major booths. But I'm it, saying as far as the major ones, we did we did we we tried a few. I mean, we did focus more on indies, but yeah, we did so kinda, like we wandered past Sony yeah. and well mm -hmm. we actually a couple of those we would have been interested in seeing. Yeah, I mean, there, there were some interesting things there. Um, Nat the 2. <laughs> Just me? Crickets. You probably could have played that. Crickets. No, there was a line. Oh, yeah. there was a there was line? A, I mean, there was I, like... I hope it was an ironic line. It was. Like, <laughs> it might have been like three people, and I just didn't want to wait for anything. I just like there's so much to see. I'm just like I'm yeah. just gonna keep walking. I just never had any desire to play Knack, let alone Knack yeah. Two. That's okay. I have it. I played it. I just you did you play it? Did you beat it? No, no. But it's you know I heard it was really bad, and I guess it was one of the first out the door, wasn't it? For yeah, it, it, it's, it's directed by the guy who 
designed the PS4. Yeah. So like the things that really caught my eye in the Sony booth though were the VR stuff. Yeah. Which I guess we could mm-hmm. kind of touch on a few of them, but as well, Detroit become human. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, the uh, Lost Le- or Lost Legacy, you know, Uncharted Lost Unch- Legacy. Uncharted. I mean, that, that's out already, though. So I yeah, know. yeah, I know. But uh, yeah. at the same time, because I'm not in a hurry to buy it, right? Because uh, Uncharted Four just didn't feel that good to me, guys. Uncharted oh. Two still the best, still sure. the best. I agree with that, but Uncharted Four was good and certainly good enough to. Look forward to Lost Legacy. Actually, yeah. it kind of made me feel like, you know, I've got a bit bored of these controls and I don't like the shooting and I'm not sure I want to play through a shooter like this again. Man, really? I know. Like, it's really weird. Yeah. I've reflected on it and we're getting sidetracked again. Yeah. Although, uh, <laughs> but we did the same Sony. We kind of skimmed through them because you would have had to use the app to sign yeah. up, set schedules. We would have, and basically that would have meant we all had to split up and yeah. between panels and just wanting to enjoy the, the show floor together or like yeah. individually. So we, we just watched other people play them. Yeah. <laughs> which which just seemed a pretty good impression, actually. Yeah. Like. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, if as far as Sony goes, well, I guess this is more at the Square Enix booth. I, I went and played the Final Fantasy 15 multiplayer. By yourself. Apparently, I played it by myself. <laughs> like, it, like I can see on the corner of the screen, it's like, there's three people over here. But I'm like, they didn't do anything. Or they didn't. Wait, there's multiplayer yeah, it's, it's, it's an addition it's to the game. It's just a new expansion that's coming out. Is it free is it DLC? Yeah, yeah, is I think it? It's, yeah, it's free to the game. I yeah. think. Or is it Season Pass? Shit, I don't remember. Mm. Um, either way, like... It it's was either just, really good or really bad. I mean, so it sounds like there's just a... Few, I mean, it's kind of neat that there's multiplayer, but the other hand, like, there's only going to be, like, a few quests, and, the, and at least the one that I did was, like, a Monster Hunt one, which I was like, okay, go kill 18 gorillas, whatever. Cool. Yeah. That sounds like it's tons of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I enjoy I enjoyed FF15 despite its flaws, so I'm gonna give it a chance. But I'm not gonna really like, unless it blows me away. I'm just gonna be, I'll play it once or twice and then be like, okay, that was fun. Yeah. I'm done. And unless you have someone to play it right. with as well, I'm guessing. Do you yeah. have uh, the season pass? I do. Yes. It's still have to play episode prompto. I did Gladiolus. That's just, the shooter one. I know. That's, I, the, that's the one that looks the coolest. Yeah, I know. I just haven't gotten around to it. I got a bunch of other shit to play. <laughs> But, um, Any other big names that you played? Um, well, I didn't play. So, so uh, this was outside. This was up in the PC PC area in the Indies, or not in, really Indies, but uh, Divinity: Original Sin Two. Yep. So I, I have the I kickstarted it. I have the early access to it. So I've played it at home. So I didn't bother playing it while I was there. Mm-hmm. But I did watch some other people play it, and I know they've, you know, they're constantly churning out updates via Kickstarter and via email. And I know like they added a new undead race that's got some cool stuff you can do with it. Um, so. The game comes out September 14th and I am going to be there day one. I, yeah. Are you I like booking a week off to play it. I would what? love to do that, but I <laughs> yeah. unfortunately probably cannot, but I will be playing it as much as I can. Cause I had so much fun with the first game. I played it through yeah. probably two or three times. He's still trying to convince us to play it and yes. play it on a stream. Yes. Can, can we actually play three player? You talked about that. So I said, so uh, the first game does not support four player out of the box or yep. up to four players out of the box, but there is a mod you can do where I would basically play like a third guy. I would not be able to interact with like people and stuff that yeah. you, I would, I would just kind of follow you guys around. Perhaps oh. this should be our first regular stream. We say me and Elliot going to beat uh, oh, Divinity original sin. Divinity. Well, well we would beat it, but Josh would supplement us. Like I said, I'd be, I'd be like a third character. And then the fourth character would be an NPC AI. I think guy. we should jump, jump right into two. Cause that's the new game. 
Well, we can talk about this. It's a good point. <laughs> I actually, will play yeah. either of them, but I will, regardless of which one we play, I will also be playing Divinity Original Sin 2. <laughs> so I don't care. Um, <laughs> but just let me know. I'll be there. Josh will play anything. No, I, I love the first game. I will play this uh, forever. Um, I, I played the, like I said, I played a little bit of the early access stuff, and it's still a ton of fun. Um, Going off the big games, Steve, you and I played Rocket League for Nintendo Switch, the yeah. new port. Oh, that's a big game. Now. Uh, Elliot was pretty happy i was a little disappointed i liked it i uh i it was they only had three because one of the switches broke they and so it was steve and i and uh a guy that was also standing there and uh so it was two on one yep and i fucking killed him yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and i was the one on two you were the one yeah. on two okay <laughs> oh, let's man. let's break this down oh, by oh. the way okay <laughs> elliot's team went uh what four one up when it was so, first it was you and me. Steven scored him. three goals. <laughs> Did he? He scored three goals. <laughs> How many were Then Elliot scored one goal to make it 5 1. Ah, I then scored. Steven scored one goal to make it 5 2. Who won the game, Elliot? Who won the game? <laughs> Once you switch teams to. Oh. Other guy, so, I scored two goals against you two, and you scored one against me. Oh, okay, so then you scored two goals all together. Three goals then all together. Because I scored at least one when you were on my team. No, you didn't. I scored a hat-trick. You did? Yeah, I did. Congratulations. Yes, I will congratulate <laughs> myself at having beaten you. So once you <laughs> left my team is when I started performing. But yeah, yeah. So maybe but, you were holding me back. <laughs> I was holding you back by scoring a hat-trick. That's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> That's poetic, Ellie. Well done. I love that logic. <laughs> but why, why didn't you like it, though? Uh, so it felt like it dragged a little bit. Uh, turning didn't seem as sharp as it does on PS4. I know they're still ironing out the kinks. It's it's not being released. They're still so. balancing it. Yeah, but. it definitely it didn't feel the same to me. It, I don't mind that it was like the resolution was notched down a little bit. Mm. That kind of thing doesn't matter to me. Yeah. But if something feels like it's lagging, like it's dragging, I I find that really difficult. I. So yeah, we should point out that we played it on the handheld mode of the Switch, and yep. um, the resolution was noticeably low. It was probably yep. sub seven twenty because yep. the native resolution of the Switch and handheld is seven twenty, so I would guess five forty something. But right. it was pretty smooth frame rate wise. There was pretty no smooth. hitches. I feel like it was sixty or close to it mm -hmm. most of the time, which was you think it was sixty anyway. I don't know. Let's, let's not get into technicality. We yeah. don't know the answer, so it's not worth it. We're both going to buy it anyway. It was very stable. Uh, uh, are me. we going to buy it, though? I still... I'm not. I'm going to buy it. Actually, I want to be able, I'm good. Like, when I go to my parents for Christmas for like two weeks... Bring a PS4. and bring a PS4? You're bringing a PS4. We yeah. need to play Rocket League against you. On Switch. No. What? You can't even get it. It doesn't even have headsets. It doesn't even have chat. We can use Google Hangouts. We do that half the time anyway on PS4. Nope. Yes. I think <laughs> Josh has a deciding vote. No, he doesn't. We'll stick with PS4. Then That's what he said. I read his eyes. Switch. <laughs> Fuck you both. <laughs> so, um, so those are the two biggest games, I think, that we had um, from big, big publishers. We kind of just walked straight past all of Microsoft. We walked straight past all of Ubisoft. I think there was something about it that just none of the games really jumped out at me you know and and those that might have cuphead or 
at Sega, there was there was a Sonic one that I was interested in checking out. I am not interested in Sonic at all. Well, just yeah. because the recent really game care. got a bit of hype, I was like, oh, maybe it would be worth giving but a go. That wasn't even that game that people were lined up for. I know, Sonic I know. Forces? Sonic Forces, yeah. yeah. But I, I thought just for the laugh, give it a go. But there was lines. Yeah. And anything that potentially would have been good, the, the lines... And again, there were so many indies to choose from. I mean, I watched some people play Cuphead, and, I, and, and Cuphead's been something I've been following forever because it's just the animation's amazing, and yeah, I mean, it, it looks like it'll be a, a, a it's like a platformer and a side-scrolling shooter at, at the same time. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like a originally it was like a boss rush thing, and then they added some uh, like platforming levels and things like that, and and so it just looks like it'll be a lot of fun, and just even if even if the gameplay is only okay, like or how if it only feels okay, it's just a a joy to look at yeah which is it, lo- it looks know. amazing it sounds amazing yeah. so i mean it's it's, it's definitely something i'm looking forward great. to um like i guess the other well one last one before we kind of jump into the indies though is that elliot and i um watched uh, we, we watched the people play uh, the remake of secret of mana yeah um and i mean it's i'm definitely looking forward to it it's the graphics are kind of eh it looks it's, fine. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's it's good enough. It looks like the Adventure Monitor. Like it, it looks. It has that aesthetic of like the super clean mobile, three yeah. D mobile engine kind of thing. Yeah, um, just up, kind of upscaled for like a PlayStation or a, yeah. whatever. Isn't um, it more one that you would want to buy on Switch anyway? So so like yeah, but it's not. It's not announced for Switch. I know, but yeah. come on, yeah. it's inevitable. It's, if, on, it's on, it is on Vita though. So. It is it is on Vita. I'll just get it on. I, I, honestly, I'm just going to play it on the Super Nintendo. Exactly, yeah, and this is what I was kind of going to get at. Well, the thing is, is the, so the Super, the Super Nintendo version is glitchy as hell. It is like, an, oh, it, it is, I didn't know that. Yeah, so like, it's 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 a game, one of those games where I you have fun playing it, and I think a lot of it is nostalgia. But there are definitely some like quirks to the game, like collision detection, like hitting enemies when you think you're trying to hit the enemy, um, and just things like that. But And I'm curious if they're going to, if that stuff is going to be fixed. I mean, I'm, I assume it would be in the newer version, which is kind of what's, what's me, what I want to see with the newer one is if all those weird-ass quirks and bullshit that you had to deal with with the original game are gone and you can kind of play the game in a more stable fashion. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like the old one would crash so much as, you know, half the stuff you'd try and do would not work out in the, in, with the uh, expected result. Mm-hmm. That's um, kind of interesting because everyone talks about it as a classic. So I it's always still a assume... good game. It's just you there. You have to un, you have to go into it knowing that there's these there's this weirdness to it, if you yeah. will, and probably uh, a lot more enjoyable as a co op experience in that way. You know, you yeah. tend to let things go a little better if uh, if two people are playing it, right. and if you're having a laugh during it and stuff, as opposed to sitting down and playing something yourself. You tend to take it a bit more seriously. Yeah. Uh, any other big names? Any? So before before we jump into like all the little indies we went and played, there's one I know Steve-O wants to talk about, and it's his favorite game of all time. Heartbroken. Yeah, are you? Heart, are you? Heartbroken. Oh, yeah. Actually, I was thinking about leaving this till potentially our, our you know, no, later so, segment. No, we if we were to do like biggest disappointments, I guess we could do it now. Like, I I absolutely adore Super Meat Boy. It, it is one of the best games ever. It's... Uh, is it side scrolling? Do you call it side scrolling if it's not moving? It's a uh, it's a platformer. It's a platformer. It's a platformer. It's, side scrolling just means a two D plane. Like it's, you're looking at it's an side. ultra fast action platformer. Uh, everyone's played it. Yeah, everyone's it, played it. it. You we, don't we, need to hear about Super Meat Boy. Boy, but I love it so much. Uh, I originally played it on Steam. Uh, played the life out of it, but I actually bought it just before hopping on the flight to Seattle. I bought it on Vita because it was on sale for four fifty and. 
it was so much fun. I played it for, I only played through the, the first uh, world of it, the forest. Uh, but we went to PAX and there was a Super Meat Boy booth. Apparently, forever, yeah. yeah. We were going to get to play the newly uh, announced Super Meat Boy Forever. And I like stood in line. It was only a couple of people, so it wasn't wasn't too long. Uh, they seemed to be enjoying it, though. The guys were taking a while to play. And it looked great. Yeah, and it looked, it looked beautiful. It looked gorgeous. <laughs> Graphics popping. Uh, the first thing I said was... Is this an auto scroller? Did you infinite? say that? Yeah. That's literally That's the first, first thing, thing I said. said. Wow. And we were like, no. So I didn't hear that conversation. Yeah. I finally got a controller and you two had wandered away. And I couldn't understand what was going on. I, I was trying to press right and left and I was trying to give myself a run up to things. Yeah. But it was like the controllers weren't the controls weren't working. Yeah. And then I couldn't work out what was run and what was so yeah. there's a run button as well as pressing left and right. You hold run in the original. Uh so there was no run button or or I couldn't work out. Basically, it's an infinite runner. Yes. Yeah. The character constantly runs to the right and you just hit jump. Or oh, you just hit punch, and, kick, punch yeah. and or you just hit slide. And I know these games are huge on mobile. Uh, Mario Run was Mario Run is yeah is is the big recent one. Yeah, there's a Rayman one that I, I didn't mind, but yeah, it's still it was good. It's still just not something I'm I I, lo- I don't look forward to Infinite. Yeah, Runners. it's not. I played Super Mario Run and I'm like, okay, those first few levels were fine for a free game. I'm not paying ten bucks for this, guys. <laughs> I looked oh, yeah, forward to the follow up to Super Meat Boy. I look forward to a true sequel, and I heard there was like punch mechanics and stuff, and I was yeah. like, "Oh wow, they're slide punch. They're adding in new things. They're not. They're taking out. They've taken out what made this game agency. They've taken out uh, yeah. agency. Yeah. <laughs> they've they've taken out true level design. You know, having to know when to jump and when to duck. Come on, you know, you can do better than that. You already did better than that. Anyway, biggest disappointment of the show. Let's move on because I can't take this. So, so, the, so is it out for mobile? <laughs> it's it it's just... coming out on. Maybe they only announced it. No, I think they said Nintendo, uh, Steam. Uh, so on the Switch, it is announced on Steam, isn't it? I think so. It's PS4, the consoles, Switch, P- yeah. uh, Steam. For the, me, the trifecta. For me, it could have just been released on Nintendo Switch and mobile. Yeah. And you know, I don't, I don't know. need it anywhere else. Yeah. It's it's kind of. As you can tell, it's broken my heart. But so, so looking, so moving on to something that's kind of somewhat similar in the sense that it's like a precise platformer. Uh, one of the indie games that I played, and uh, it's made by Clay Entertainment, C L K L E I, the guys who made Don't Starve. Um, Actually, I was thinking about doing a bit of a bit. Okay. So, what about a bit of a rapid fire round? We get down through yeah. all of these other games it's that like we that we played around. on the show floor. You know, could well, be a bit funny. We've got a list of like at least fifteen <laughs> or twenty. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's a lot we of games here. here and like. Well, I wasn't going to go like down. The so, road does anyone way. have a, a perfect list, or should I just start calling things out? Well, these are the games I, mean, I played, but I mean, I, okay. Well, I think I've got all of those. Okay, so we're going to start going down through this. I'll point at one of you, or if it's me, I'll point at me, and then give us a couple of lines. We might ask a question, and we'll, you know, get to the heat of the story for each of these. Okay, Josh, first man up, Hot Lava. So Hot Lava is nice in the sense that it's it takes that childhood game, you know, the floor is lava, and basically turns it into a game, which I appreciate when companies take the simplest premise and turn it into something fun. Um, yep. 
I enjoyed it. I but the, the when you're talking about the childhood game, does everyone know this? Yeah, yeah, floor is lava. Pretend in the floor is lava. Climb around on the couch and the coffee table. I love it. I I do love the concept. I think it's great. And each of the levels started off like you start off in your house, as a child, and then you like go down into the basement, and it opens up, and you're grown up, and you're climbing on stuff. It's it's brilliant. I think there's some wonkiness with the jumping and stuff right now, but uh, other than than that idea, I really love the premise, and I'm kind of curious to see how it turns out. But cool, cool. Okay, next one up was Midair. Elliot, you're telling me what to talk about. Yeah, you're talking about midair. I didn't know that's what we're doing. It's a quick fire round. Come on, go, go, go. So, talk about midair. What did we do? Uh, Midair was. uh, It reminded me immediately of tribes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, we played it as a team. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the three of us all got to sit down and play, and it was it was on PC, and um, you know, right click jumps, and if you hold it down, you float with your jet. It's very strange to me. It eventually runs out, and then once you're on the ground, it refills, and it was a capture the flag game, which goes exactly how capture the flag games go it it has that the aesthetic is like dated a few yeah. years yeah like it does it, seem it, a little it, bit doesn't it, it almost looks like probably the last tribes that yeah, came yeah. out yeah um it immediately reminded me of it and it's been ages since i played tribe so i was fiddling for like the first like 10 minutes trying to figure out how to actually do stuff yeah so <laughs> strange the buttons just the buttons that they had chosen to yeah. do different like things. reversing slide or skate and jump would have been perfect yeah <laughs> yeah it was fun it was but man, like I'm struggling to to say something other than it was exactly like tribes. Yeah, like, I, I, <laughs> it I, was so first person shooter, uh, skate mechanics, jet mechanics. Uh, I had no idea what I was doing because I've never played tribes. Yeah, but yeah. we did okay. Yeah, I got was, a couple of kills. Yeah, yeah, it was like, it was a fun thing to do yeah. as a team on the I on the show floor. It. I enjoyed it for that. I think we lost flag wise, but I got the most kills. So that's all that matters. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, what's next up here? Uh, Way of the Passive Fist. I'm going to throw this back to Josh. So I... So you played it longer than Elliot, right? I think he played it longer. I got farther, though. <laughs> Josh is good at video games. So um, so Way of the Passive Fist is a really interesting concept. I'll just start by saying that because there's you don't have any... It's a it's a final fight, uh, Fatal Fury... Like Streets of Rage, Streets of man. Rage, yeah, yeah. like a beat-em-up type game. So but, isometric yeah. beat-em-up. Side scrolling. Isometric. You're walking on an isometric plane. No, it wasn't like double dragon. Anyway. Isometric. Anyway, so, um, but the thing is, you have no offensive capability. So basically, the entire game is you parrying, dodging, and dashing around, and your enemies lose stamina. And then once their stamina is gone, you basically tip them over, and that's how you defeat them. But um, if you dodge or uh, parry enough, you'll build up your own. Yeah, and you get like a super too. punch that you can use like every so often. But just, yeah. Okay. So it's basically like, you know, Aikido the game. Um, so it was it was neat, and I I, I I like the premise of it. I just don't know if I could play an entire game it of looks, me just, like, pressing the parry button. It's a lot of... And over and over again. If, if you miss the chain, like, you have to chain them to chain enough parries together to use your super punch. And if you miss it, you start over. Or even if you change to... If you change enemies, you, you keep it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and I mean, so it's, it's all pattern recognition, but the thing is, is it's all defensive pattern recognition. So you're basically just standing there and you're waiting for someone to come up to you and punch you so that you can press parry. Or if they come up to you and throw a knife at you, you press uh, dodge or whatever. And that throws the knife back at them, but you're just sitting there. It's it's such such a a good idea. It's such a great concept. And I I just, I wonder, can you make a fun game out of it? Like I I spoke to, to I spoke to the guy who's doing the booth. I wonder was it Jason Canem uh, out of Hassel Games? It, it 
I'm just looking at their Twitter here and that's the first name I see. Yeah. Like if uh, he seemed like a really cool guy and he was saying that it was a bit of a passion project for them because they're all yeah. big fans of one-on-one fighting games, yeah. a la Street Fighter or whatever. And they were explaining that most people don't understand the importance of uh, blocking, parrying and countering in yeah. those games. And I personally have never played any of those games and certainly didn't think that that's what they were about. And what I was asking them was, could it possibly be that this game would be able to teach you a few things about like recognizing patterns when somebody's about to attack you and you could then take that back to a Street Fighter? Or, you know... I think it's like changing the way you think about how you approach a a fighting game. Again, brilliant, brilliant concept. It would be really interesting to find out whether it actually works. That's the thing. It's like, how long are the legs? It could be good, but it was... Like, we played for like 10 minutes, and I'm like, okay, I I feel like I'm just pressing parry at the right time over and over again, or trying to at the right time over and over again, which is... But there's there's a great foundation there. Yes. We'll see. Okay, next one up, we've got uh, West of Loathing. Josh, this is straight back to you, because I know uh, you actually own this, do you? It's already out? Yeah, so it, it, West of Loathing's already out. It's uh, Is it early access? Or no, is no, it it's, it's an actual game now. I oh, mean, cool. it's, so it's a Western-style RPG. Uh, sorry, it's more like weird Western or like goofy Western. Um, it's Stick e- figures. Everything's also. like stick figures. The entire game is I like basically black and white. Um, it's just goofy as hell. I mean, comp- so... You, at the very beginning, you pick a class. Usually, it's like a poisoner, a gunner, or a brawler, something like something along those lines. And you know, you're basically going out west to make your fortune. And it's very simplistic so, combat. So it's an RPG. Yeah, it's so an RPG. It's, it's, story? It's, yeah, it's a turn-based, turn-based RPG. RPG. And no like, way. Yeah. yeah. So the comedy, but the comedy is like it's really on point. It's just so some of it's just so stupid, yeah. but like stupid in the best way. Was the developer there? Did you get to chat to? No, I didn't talk. I didn't get to talk to the guys at Asymmetric Games because again, it was, it, was, it, was, it was something I've already played, so I didn't really sit down and, and go. Yeah, and go yeah. But like, it's so, all- just at the very beginning, for instance, of the game, you can open up a book that's like stupid walks. Like, yeah. like, and you can, tr- it's a perk you get. And so now whenever <laughs> your character walks around, they do something stupid. Like they're do, like they'll do the worm to walk or yeah, so- they'll like dance like they're an idiot. And it's just, just, it's the humor is really good. Yeah. There's a running gag about like reaching into a spittoon. Yeah. At every bar you find about, and it's just like, but the thing is, it's not just like, ew, this spittoon is gross. Don't do that. It's like pay- paragraphs upon paragraphs <laughs> about like describing the spittoon yeah. and why you shouldn't do this. <laughs> It's just it's it's a funny game. I'm I'm only I'm not terribly far. I've gotten to like the second town. I've done a bunch of other quests around that area, but it's it's a lot of fun. I, I like it. There's a recent Idle Thumbs episode if you guys listen to it where they talk about what's happening, and they're saying that the animations are all hand drawn on like printer paper and scanned in. Like every that single is so frame. cool. Yeah, it's really <laughs> interesting. Oh, ridiculous brilliance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one up is. Uh, Game called Coffins. Okay, I'm I'm gonna take this one. Go ahead. Uh, it's basically a one-on-one 2D uh, fighter game about guys drinking coffee, guys yeah. holding coffee. You fight with your coffee. You so. fight with co- you fight while holding coffee mugs. So you're holding coffee mugs. You can either like bump your coffee mug against the other person, or you can like kind of string it out on yeah, some kind yeah. of string. Think so like you a get a bungee like a rope, yo-yo, a yo-yo yeah. or something, and it comes back to you. And the idea is that you have to knock the other person's cup so their coffee falls out. And you have a certain amount of coffee in your cup. If you knock the other person's 
uh, coffee out, then they can try and catch it, or you can try and catch theirs, which adds to yours. It's got some really interesting concepts, and it really kind of flips the scripts on one-on-one fighting games in general. And I mean, I, I would say it's the best coffee-based fighting game I've ever played. <laughs> it's it's yeah. up there. Uh, no, it's it, it was fun, but again, it's one of these... Does it have staying power? Who's yeah. who's gonna buy this? Who's gonna play I, this? I, I can recognize the creativity, and I can definitely appreciate yeah. it. But it's one of those things where, like, this, it feels like I'm playing a mini game to a like in, in a larger yeah. group of games, rather than like, yeah, I'm gonna go pay money for this one thing. But it's it's interesting, and I I, I love like the it. concept. Like, yeah, I, yeah it's I just so the, the freaking weird, it's, which yeah. is great. Also, there was a character that may have looked a little like me. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. was a gorgeous ginger beard, lads. Uh, <laughs> was that was that Sweet Bandits that did that one? Might have been. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, again, really, really cool devs. We had a good chat with yeah, them while playing cool it. Guys. You know, it was good times. Uh, that was another one. Again, crazy concept for a game, but really fun one to play on the on the floor. It, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, another fun one that we played as a group, uh, maybe against each other, was Inversus. Uh, Elliot, do you want to take it away? Inversus. Yeah, it was. Um, gosh, how do you describe it? It was basically it's like Othello meets meets shooter type thing. I, is I, what I would say played Othello, but reversey. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So basically, you're on a, uh, it's like a checkerboard. Yep. Uh, and it's you against. It's a two on two, isn't it? You yeah. you it, look kind of like a square. On one, yeah, but it's oh yeah, it's it's two teams basically, and you're this little like circle era thing in a in uh, on this. A grid of squares. And basically, you're one color and the other guy's the inverse color. And you can only uh, maneuver on checkerboards that are... Your color. Yeah, tiles that are... The, the your opposite, opposite color. color. Oh, so if you're, if, if, yeah, if yeah. you're black, you can only move color. on the white tiles. If you're white, you can only move on the black tiles. So then when you shoot and a black... You shoot a laser, yeah. it's black and it turns everything white so that yeah. you can move across it. Yeah, oh, okay. And you can and also then, block the enemy then. And they do the same thing. And you have a limited number of shots. You have like five or six shots for the whole round. No, so no, they, they recharge. No, you have to they wait for them to reload. They, they, they recharge really slowly, though. So oh, you have to okay. be kind of smart about That's how often you shoot and in what directions and where you move before So you're you basically shoot. trying to like box the other player in. And that and way, that way you can them. hit them with a shot yeah. more easily. So, yeah. Um, you can you can land in uh, uh, like fluke shot by yeah. firing it a long distance. And if they happen to run into it. Yeah. But in general... Well, myself and Josh were thinking, like, if you try to surround the people and hit them from two sides, uh, like, down and across, yeah, it's kind of the best oh. way. Yeah, and the shots just keep scrolling across the screen. It depends on the map, and but yes. Okay. Basically, it's just like, it'll go to the right and yeah. loop, uh, wrap back around. This, yeah. is, and this is a really infinitely. good one to describe in a podcast. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It, it was such a fun game to play on it the is, show floor again. We it was played great. it on the Switch, and it was... Uh, yeah. Really fun. Yeah, it was, it, it, it was the two of us versus two other like yeah. just random people that were there, and yeah, uh, man, but I really I, enjoyed. We it. destroyed you guys, but it's fine. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Defiance. I guess both of you can talk about. Uh, I yeah, we played. Do you want to or? <laughs> I, so Defiance was actually released like what, like two thousand seven or two thousand nine or something like that. Yeah. To tie in with that Sci Fi Channel TV show, and it's yeah. like a shooter MMO. Yeah. It's funny that I was there. It was so strange. Well, then like, the guy was like, "It's it's the only shooter MMO." I'm like. I just played Destiny. Destiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. so it's yeah. I was asking him what set it apart, and he was like, "Well, it's a shooter, and most MMOs aren't a shooter." <laughs> and most like, MMOs shooters I was aren't like, MMOs. Okay, <laughs> but yeah. So we've got stuck in like. Uh, I mean, I, I joined late compared to the other some other players that were playing, but uh, 
And then we, we get stuck in like fighting a raid boss that normally takes like 25 people. And yeah. like, and there's, <laughs> there's four, there's of, four us of us in there. He's like, you guys are probably not going to finish this. It was, it was a little sad, to be honest, guys. It wasn't, I, I, I felt bad for you. I mean, I see like the numbers like ticking off the enemy, kind of like Borderlands. And yeah. Whatnot, and I'm just like, that part but he's still satisfying. at 80% yeah, health and yeah. <laughs> like you're counting down to just a minute like, and a half. But yeah, I just, I don't know. It, it wasn't a good impression of the game and there wasn't really anything that actually made me want to go out and try it even further. But it's yeah. just... Yeah, I'm not sure I what was there. What okay, was there, they had but. some other games, but I didn't get a chance to look at, at the, what they had. Yep. Next one up that I've got uh, is well, oh, Slime San. Yes. So Slime San uh, actually having been so heartbroken by yes. Super Meat Boy, <laughs> New Slime Meat Boy. San gave me a little feel of Meat Boy. Actually, yeah. you know, it it had similar mechanics in the uh, so again, it's a two D platformer. Uh, you slide down walls and you can jump over things. There's lots of projectiles being fired across from left to right or right to left. Or And I'm sure there's going to be like razor blades and stuff spinning that you would have to jump past. Um, and the interesting mechanic was that it worked on uh, like a color scheme, two different uh, colors, yeah. green and pink. Yeah. Everything green is good. You can uh, stand on green platforms Everything red is bad. If you touch a red platform or a red wall, you lose or you die instantly, actually. Yeah. Um, but uh, it also had this interesting mechanic because you're this kind of slime ball, you could hold a button to slip through a green yeah. platform or to jump through a green object. And it was like Ikaruga meets Super Meat Boy. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was gonna yeah. say. Uh, so it was it was fun. It was, you know, it wasn't amazing, but it's the kind of thing that you could Pick up for a couple of bucks on a sale and it would, you know, I'm sure it would entertain you for a few hours anyway. It might be a fun one to pass a controller with someone, you know? Yeah, I I, I enjoyed it a lot. And yeah, for, for all the same reasons you just said, it's it's like Super Bowl with that extra dimension of Ikaruga, like that yeah. extra strategy, that extra like... It's also missing a few things of sure, Super sure, Boy, sure. but... Uh, yeah, but it's that, it's like as soon as you die, you instantly respawn. Yeah, and keep always, going and going. always it's, good. It's really good. Always a good mechanic. Also played that one on Switch as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, lots of Switch games, and they looked and performed pretty well. Yep. Next one up, uh, Josh. Take this one. Chronicles of Valyria. Yeah, it was yeah. an interesting demo. Yeah. So Chronicles of Valyria is. It looks like they're trying to make a full fledged MMO, and the company was. I thought you were going to say it looks like they're making a full fledged jousting, jousting game, game. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the two of us play jousting for a well, good no, half hour. But the thing is, like they're so, they're, they're so looking bound. to make. Soul, yeah, Soulbound made the game, but they're looking to make an entire MMO. But the the demo they had set aside for us what Soulbound or Soulbond? Sorry, okay, I, so my handwriting is horrible. But, um, but so the demo they had set up though was one on one jousting, which was interesting. I the, the, because it's third person, like the camera angles very weird. Like you think if you. Th for like the first like four rounds, Steve and I are just running yeah, past each we other because we're not each other we're not all. understanding how close we actually have, or the angle we actually have to point our lance. And so, uh, finally we figure it out and, uh, I win and the, uh, <laughs> finally we figured it out and I win. I win. <laughs> yeah. But then the, we got it guys. We figured Josh, it out. Exactly. That's Josh winner. <laughs> exactly. But then the, I don't know if he was one of the developers yeah. or what yeah, 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 was yeah. he? Or yeah. he's like, all right, I'm going to come in here and I'm going to play the winner. And we're like, I'm going to lose, aren't I? <laughs> it was like, yeah, but it was 
entertaining. It was actually yeah. I actually came you close. Your yeah. own, dude. I, I, I was got, it was down to the last joust yeah, between you guys. Yeah, he finally knocked me off in the last one. I was boom. like, damn it. Nice and then after that, he laid the bombshell. It was like, yeah. oh, by the way, this isn't a jousting sim. It's an MMO. Yeah. We were like, oh, and then we ran away <laughs> because none of us is ever going to play an MMO. We were tricked. Except Josh MMO. is going to play Destiny. I am not playing Destiny. Only if you guys play it. And since I know that won't happen, fuck it. Yeah, we'll pretend to play it and get you to buy it, and then never play. It. No. <laughs> um, um. So, what other games do we have here? That so we had the there was the game that was kind of like Towerfall. Oh um, yes, Mystic was, Melee, which that was was fun. It was kind of like a mix of Towerfall and uh, Smash Brothers. Yeah, it was it was a little strange being able to it, like it played like Towerfall, but you were able to hit people multiple times. Yeah, so you, you didn't to... you didn't have it wasn't one shot kill like Towerfall. Yeah. It was, it was more like everybody had a set number of HP. Yeah. And I think depending on the character, you either had more or less HP or you did different attacks. Like I think someone had a gun while I had a scythe. Yeah. Um, so it was like uh, four people on the screen. Yeah. All of us holding controllers and you basically on a 2D plane jumping around trying to shoot people with some kind of it almost like so, a water gun or so something. So everybody had like a uh, their own major weapon. I mean, I think there was some like jumping like I knew I had a jumping skill where if I like jumped and attacked downwards, I could land on someone's head and hurt them. But then th- there were also like spells that would show up on the field. Yeah. And you could pick those up and use them against everybody else, which is kind of like I said the Smash Brothers thing comes in, you know, like instead of like a Pokéball showing up, Pokéball oh. showing up rather, you have like, you know, a boulder spell or whatever. Yeah. 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 Uh, and there was there were hazards on the field that yeah. you could throw enemies into and stuff. Um but yeah, it was it was it was, it was fun. I mean, it gave me serious Towerfall vibes and I love Towerfall, yeah. so I'm I, What was I, the big takeaway from it? Um Josh won again. <laughs> <laughs> what was your big takeaway? On? I I I yeah, I mean, you guys pretty much covered it. It's it's Towerfall which I absolutely love. Yeah. And the best stuff that Towerfall does is because of the one hit kills and yeah that's exactly it my thing is it didn't have one hit kills that's what makes towerfall amazing not even that not even just that but the the environment changes like the the, the walls close in or like the water oh, yeah, rises that's a good like point that. we kind of were hanging yeah, but, it was, but instead of walls closing in they had stuff like spikes and the gears that were spinning and the true and there was that one level that was like dropping bombs or canisters or something in the middle of yeah the, yeah the but it's but it's a bit different where you can just stand on the side and avoid the other person because that happened in one of the rounds with the couple well, yeah but eventually you gotta kill each other well, you do, but in Towerfall, they've created mechanics. Again, is this still in development, or is it released? Well, I don't think it's out yet, but I mean... So, I I'm, I'm sure they could tweak it. They could they could still make it, potentially make it as fun as Towerfall, but I again... Still think, I still think it was fun. It was, it was different enough that it doesn't have to be Towerfall, you know, I, completely. But. I just don't think, yeah, I don't think I understood it totally. Like, I feel like I was mostly yeah, button mashing I felt like that as well. something Hoping, would happen. Dodging past and shooting back in the other direction. Yeah. Dodging and then shooting back in the other direction. I feel like I could really enjoy it if I knew what I was doing. Yeah. yeah. Well, well hopefully, hopefully it comes out and it's good. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? Okay, at the... Similarly, similarly, in the sense that it's a four-player, like, rumble. And the, we were kind of looking for a few of these as well. Yeah. Games that yeah. we could we could all play together and uh, was at the Double Fine booth. We played a little bit of Gang Beast, yeah. which I have watched on some kind of co-op stream. I, can't, I, ha- I, can't I, hadn't, I hadn't heard about this. I'd never heard of it either. Yeah. So, yeah. so I thought I had mentioned this to you a few times, and I kept saying, I really want to buy this game, but I'm a cheap bastard, <laughs> so I didn't want to pay 20 bucks for it. Yeah. Um, but I think next time, well, when are we all going to be playing co-op together? 
next <laughs> who knows if it's online well maybe we could do it good point know. good point it's a fun one it's really like kind of wacky dynamics uh it's 3d and you're each controlling a different character and you're kind of trying to grab on or push the other people into like pits or off like it, it in was, one of the levels just, you're traveling on a bus on the you're yeah. standing on the top of a bus and you're trying to push each other off it's really wacky and you're you're basically inflatable arm men yeah uh, characters it's yeah like i just remember just i would just basically punch someone like crazy until they felt they passed out and then, and then i would and, grab them and then try and drag them off a ledge you yeah. see that sounds really grim and it's not grim at yeah. all because it's so cartoonish and everything everyone's just big balloon animals basically we all look like zombie Ricks from Rick and Morty, so I mean it's at least the game for the, the game we played with no facial features. Yeah, just, just so so not that hair. so not that worrying. <laughs> it didn't really do anything for me. I was not. No, you uh, didn't get into it. I, I mean, I just felt like I was mashing buttons. Like everything was really sluggish. Yeah, the, um, the slowness of it was 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 what stood out to me. And I yeah. guess that's probably part like baked into the design. They're doing that for a reason because you're just like these idiots just mashing into each other. Yeah. But I. I don't know. I, I was like, okay, so then you knock each other off and then you're dead. And then you play, like, there's no yeah. special abilities. Yeah, there's you're real. And, 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 and there's no, like, real. Yeah. Uh, it, it's more about the fun that you have and the jokes that you make well, while yeah. you're doing this stupid, goofy party game, basically. Yeah. You know, yeah. as opposed to there being any, like, real genius to but it or laugh, any real. But I can chaos. laugh at you while shooting you with an arrow in Towerfall. Or jump it on your head. True, true. And yeah, you could say yeah, that there's so more good. skill to that. Right. You could say that there's more payoff because when you see those kills ticking up and you get a win yeah. in Towerfall, yeah. it's the greatest thing it's ever. So As opposed to Gang Beast where it's like, oh, that's over. Yeah, yeah I kind of wish there was a bit more, you know. I mean, maybe there's more to it that we just didn't see. But other than that, I mean, it was, I might want to, but we'll see. The, the other one that myself and Ellie played, I don't think you played this I one, Josh, was... Uh, uh, another Smash Brothers clone. Yeah, uh, it was called Rivals of Ether. Yeah, and I, I guess Ellie, you're gonna have to tell us more about it because I don't have that much Smash experience, and yeah. I was pretty crap at this. Yeah, this is a lot more like Smash than um, Mystic Melee was. Where it was. Was this the one that we all played together the first night? What was that? Uh, there was one that we played. Did you play it with us? I don't think yeah, because we played with us three, and then the fourth guy that showed up and kicked all our asses. Uh, oh, yeah, he was standing to the left. Yeah. That's right. Because he you actually, yeah, do you not remember? Uh, he he told us that I, I had no idea how Smash worked. And he was like, yeah, yeah neither. As, as you get hit, you yeah. fly further yeah, to the yeah. side of the screen. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's yeah, how the mechanics yeah. work. Yeah. So you were playing. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, how did you do in it? I came in second, and he he whooped our ass. Other than that, yeah, yeah. it was it was it's literally two D Smash. Um, oh, weapon drops down out of the sky, you pick it up and you yep. can use it. Uh, yeah, between guns or bombs or lasers yeah. or whatever it is. Do you think a game like that has staying power these days? Do you, like could you ever see you convincing us to pick it up and play? I mean, so Smash is only on Nintendo consoles, so if you don't have a Switch or something, then, but, then maybe, yes. But if you've never been a Smash fan, are you going to jump in in 2017 and decide that we're going to play this? Like? I mean, it's a, it's still a fun formula. Yeah. I mean, it's just a matter it's, it's of... It's a four-player fighting game. Right? Yeah. But again, guys, we're comparing this to Towerfall. You know? But it's it's different. It's it's different. It's, it's different from Towerfall, and because Towerfall has, like, levels and platforms so you can jump, actually slow to Smash. The thing with Smash is that it's all based on risk. Mm-hmm. You know, you as you keep getting hit, the the chance of a successive hit knocking you the you know the fuck off the platform yeah. 
you know, rises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's the same way with uh, th- with this game. Uh, what's crap, what's the name of the game? But then what's uh, the counter to that? What, what, is, what is the tactic? This is what I didn't understand. That guy said that to me and I was like, oh, that makes sense. But then I was like, well, do okay. I just avoid everyone? Do yes, I just you're, hide? Well, you're, no, well, yeah, you're, so you're trying to, one, do damage because you want to raise the risk of everybody else. You want their percentage to go up. I understand that I'm trying to hit people, but yeah. what I'm saying is, how do I hit people without getting close and putting myself at risk? I mean, there's different players have different things. Like, I think one of you had a gun, and so in the game, so. oh, there was if, guns? if your percent is really high, then yeah. you're just gonna be more defensive. You're yes. not gonna like okay. take as many risks. Basically, so you're basically waiting for people to walk towards you or jump towards you. Yeah, but if your percentage is low, then you can go in and try to knock people off with high yes. percentages. Yeah, because because you know if you if you have multiple lives. You know, when you come back from death, you know, you lose a life and you come back. You're back at zero percent. Oh, you're strong again. You're I back see. at zero percent. And see. so now is your chance to go take out that guy that's like at 100 percent. Oh, OK. And that's when you. So OK. It's, it's, it's a, just a, it's a balancing act with your risk versus the, 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 your opponents and yeah. trying to survive. So it's it's a different way of playing with like as opposed to like tower fall where you get hit once you're dead, you know. So, yes, yeah. it's, it's just different. Um, wow. I really actually learned stuff about that. Uh, Smash Brothers oh, man. Over, over this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and you didn't like it the first time you played it. That's why. No, yeah, it. it was because I, I didn't totally it. didn't understand. It was like a different language. It was like you were all speaking German or something. And yeah, uh, let's talk about some general stuff about packs. Yeah, guys, first ever uh, convention, and I thought it was fantastic. I really, really enjoyed it. Like just seeing. Uh, all the people in cosplay, like I'm sure there wasn't as much as there yeah. potentially would have been at like Comic Con or something, right. you know. Oh, but still, but, but still, there was some so amazing good. cosplay. Uh, what was the guy that I didn't recognize that looked like a total nutter? The, you the you nut. said it was from Silent Hill. Oh, Pyramid oh, Head. Pyramid Head. Pyramid Head. Yeah, the guy was yeah, just I, a Pyramid I, Head. Put, I tweeted it uh, and Instagrammed it, and yeah, because it was. That's my nightmare. So <laughs> <laughs> some of the Final Fantasy ones were amazing. Yeah. I didn't necessarily recognize any of them. So or, I, saw, I saw a Cloud, a Squall, a Renoa at one point. I didn't see Renoa. I saw Sephiroth. Uh, uh, definitely Cloud. Yeah. Uh, I noticed uh, a lot of Overwatch. There yeah. was just uh, the ones There's that like we eight saw. Divas, I saw with that yeah. <laughs> yeah. bodysuit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was. Uh, at the at the gearbox, there was loads of people who were well decked out in their Borderlands yep. stuff. Yeah. That was really cool. Uh, yeah, there, there was, was even the player unknowns. Oh yeah, player yeah. At the, at the even even better than that was somebody dressed up as uh, as what do you call him, Doctor Disrespect. There are a couple of the, them. Oh, the greatest thing was uh, oh, okay. so so we'd been walking around the the show floor and we'd seen. Uh, that people were playing battlegrounds, like there was some streamers playing battlegrounds in the in the middle, like with big screens up and at big amazing looking desks and stuff. And uh, Doctor Disrespect was there, who I only know because he was like in the Gamespot news and stuff recently for getting banned because he shot someone on his own team while he was streaming. Yeah. And it was like it was a really funny story. It yeah. was like this guy's kind of <laughs> ridiculous but funny, um, and. He was uh, sitting playing Battlegrounds, and then later on, Josh had like pointed to someone on we were, the escalator. We were coming up the escalator, and I pointed. And I was like, oh. and I was like, oh, that's that's Doctor Disrespect. And it's like he's got the headset on, he's got the stupid wig and the glasses and stuff. And and I was like, he's about four foot tall. Like, he's, how is he like that ridiculous? Yeah. And he's like completely. 
bravado and stupid. And it's like, and I that, had no idea why Steve was laughing about but, this. But it was, I thought it was so awesome. I'm like, this guy is so cool. He's come up with this amazing persona and like, he's so brash and like terrible. And like, he's this like short, normal dude. I mean, he, he, <laughs> and he's, good, like, he's good at the game, but he's annoying. And, so. and like, so we walk 10 yards into the expo and we walk past where player unknown's been played as well. And I look there and it's like, Dr. Disrespect is there as well. And he actually gets out of the booth and he stands up and he's like six foot four. He's <laughs> a big dude. He's, he's a real, he's a, he's a big guy, you know? And Steve failed to notice that one, it wasn't just one person. There were two people on the escalator <laughs> that were cosplaying as that guy. And so I, was I was so <laughs> convinced that this was just like some 15 year old kid who had come up with the greatest persona, like the greatest streaming player on yeah. persona ever. And so, crack me up. <laughs> so who is this guy? Is he a streamer? He's, he's, a, he's a, I mean, he, I think he does other stuff like um, maybe CSGO or something. I don't know. But he, he plays player and player unknowns. He streams. He's, yeah, he's wow. a professional streamer. He looks, he, was he, he the guy with the handlebars? That yeah, he's got the mustache okay. and, the, yeah. and the mullet okay. and the 70s porno look he's about com- him. Completely ridiculous. And I mean, he's yeah, he's like, I'll watch him because like, he's actually pretty decent at the game. But yeah, he's just, he's annoying as hell. Wow. So it's just, yeah. Man, str- people are cosplaying. As a I know that's Holy kind of what the story shit. comes. Yes, back we have gone down. We have gone through that's the looking way glass. Too meta. Yeah, way too meta. Amazing, <laughs> but the cosplay yeah. like cosplay was so much fun, and the, it was the so Samus one. Oh, oh man. wow! Was like, yeah, oh, that's yeah, yeah, totally yeah. decked out. Looked like real fucking like the Varia suit, yeah. and yeah, it was great, epic. Somebody like the amount of effort and creativity that goes into these uh, cosplays is, is just. Oh, it's mind blown. I yeah. was really impressed with it. And it was something that, you know, why would I ever seen this without going to a convention? Mm-hmm. It was it was brilliant. Yeah. Subscribe uh, to our like Instagram and our Twitters because we've at, I think it's just rather be playing as our Instagram. We've I put up pictures of all the cool yeah. costumes. Yeah, and the Twitters well. at RBP cast and we posted a load of just yeah. fun fun cosplay and as well some of the booths. The booths. So again, I've never been to a convention walking in there. At first, yeah. it didn't really hit me. At first, I was on the Saturday when we went in in the morning. We were trying to get stuff done, and we were like, "Oh, we got to go look at this game, or we got to go look at this section." And things kind of passed me by. But having found our feet and kind of got got used to the vibe, and when we came back on the Sunday, I was kind of taking a moment and just like trying to take everything in. Yeah. And the booths are amazing. Yeah. Like the Devolver booth, the the Ruiner setup was just lights and darkness and just like it looked dangerous and yeah. the game looked pretty amazing i'm sorry we didn't get a go with that one i know that, that kind of disappointed me uh hot lava looked epic it was all oranges and just yeah. like oh and the the uh, actual booth itself the w- wolfenstein too i was gonna say oh like, it was diner. amazing it was the diner from the trailer and from yeah. like the first game and it was the 50s diner it yeah. just like and oh, it looks so good. It looked amazing. <laughs> Not to mention the giant dinosaurs for, I mean, first off, I don't oh, know. Oh, shit. People actually dinosaurs. still playing Ark, apparently, but there was a giant dinosaur in a round. Oh, right yeah. There's <laughs> one for Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah, Monster World. Hunter. World. Oh, there was there's a dragon. Oh, yeah. that, wasn't that a dragon? It was, it was yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Gigantic beast. And people were like climbing up ladders to, to ride get a them, photo taken right? with them. It was really cool. Oh, what was the other one that I really, really enjoyed? Uh, must have been somewhere near Devolver. Oh, it was the Party Hard. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, Party yeah. Hard 2 was there and they had a like a little DJ mixing table set up yeah. and it was all like big bright square buttons and like ridiculous uh, the shiny things that people <laughs> liked. It, but it was just all noise and lights and it was it was just brilliant like yeah. I don't know who designs these things, but I just <laughs> seriously wanted to buy so many people pints. Yeah. And it's just like, whoever came up with this, whoever whoever built this thing just deserves a pint. And you're throwing it up in a few hours and tearing it down. I know. Like, it's just crazy to think about the amount of effort and work and how many people it took to just put this up for just a couple days. Yeah. And, so and I hope it drew attention and I hope, yeah. like, I hope it pays back. We appreciated it. So... On the whole, like, what did you take away from PAX West? Like, Ellie, okay, you've been to a convention before as a seasoned pro. Like, what did you take away from it? Um, the first, and I mentioned this earlier, but my, my biggest takeaway, because I haven't been to one in 10 years. My last one was E3 10 wow. years ago. And um, the biggest improvement that I noticed immediately was they got rid of the booth babes, which yep. were so... It's a uh, long time now, though. I remember everywhere. when it's, that was in the news. Was, yeah. That was five years ago yeah. more, was it? It's just, it's crazy that it took so long to yeah. stop using human beings as fucking decoration. I know. It's um, kind of messed up. And there was uh, almost, actually, I think zero of it, other than like cosplayers and stuff like that. Yep. Like, you know, people dressed up however they choose to dress up. And that's totally great. It, yep. it was a thing, you mean? Yeah, it was, uh, and but no, it's like none of nothing official, no officially hired models there that I yeah, can see. That must was, have been really weird. So at A three when you were there, it was basically every booth, every major yeah, publisher would like, have had. I would say like booth booth babes as they're called. Yeah, like, um, if there was one that didn't have any, I didn't notice. It was just they yeah. were just there. It was just part of the scenery. It was, uh, you know. It's just how they did things, and it's a little different. Then. It's a lot different, and it's so much better. The focus yeah. is, is so much better. It's, it's on the it's, games and on the devs you're as not well. Uncomfortable. You're not. It's yeah. It was. It was what it should have been, and that was that was awesome. Um, the focus on VR also. There was so much VR yeah. there. There's PSVR. There was. I saw riffs. I saw vibes. Five. We didn't actually try any of them, any any of us. I don't think we did. We, we sat and watched, like, Ship It for a little bit, which looked yeah. like a bit of fun. It looked fun. It was a little simple VR Tetris kind yeah. of puzzle. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, the Gladiator <laughs> VR game. There was a six or seven-year-old no, kid. No, he, he was like 10, but yeah. Oh, okay. my God, yeah. yeah. So, we, we were, so there's a, they had, like, a cage <laughs> set up, like a cage match type thing. And Go Sorry, I, I, I had an amazing, like... I can take you through. Okay, go ahead. Go the ahead. first thing I saw, we're rounding this corner, and there's this big screen of a clearly a first-person VR game, and you just see this thing holding like hatchets and uh, machetes, big just, monstrous giant like bulging muscles, yeah, horrible, yeah. horrible ogre and face. Yeah. And it was just the way it was angled, where the TV was like sticking further out from the wall that we were rounding, and so we just saw this thing just hacking parts off of human beings and blood <laughs> spraying everywhere it was it was it was one you know you get to sensitize that kind of thing and the graphics were cartoonish which separates that even further but even then you know your jaw dropped and i was just yeah. like what is this i and thought it was like gonna be two people fighting each other as yeah. well i assumed that whatever was looking whatever the person whose view we were seeing yeah. was looking at yeah. that there was an Someone opposite person getting, controlling yeah. that person and looking at the other thing so um, it was 
really grotesque, like unnecessarily violent, I thought. And then <laughs> as we got out of the corner, you, you kind of start to see a cage. So you're like, oh, someone's in there playing a VR game. Yeah, yeah, and really. it's in full. Once we get into full view, it's this little kid who could have been older than eight or nine years old. I thought maybe he was, no, most, maybe Josh is right. Maybe he was 10 yeah, or 11. Like 10. Yeah, yeah. But he still was not at the level where you're like, yeah. you know, already movies or mature games and all that stuff. It was hilarious. <laughs> just it was the last thing I expected to see. Yeah, and I totally like agree. Hacking away. He was and having the time. Throwing his, his arms yeah. up when he won. Like, yeah. I was like, where's <laughs> this kid's parents? Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. I Yeah, I was expecting we would get around there and it would be some giant burly man with a yeah. big beard like doing this. Just and that there would be someone else fighting against him. Yeah. No. It was just a kid was getting some kid. <laughs> healthy video game time. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, that was yeah. So, the moment of the so show. So VR was good. <laughs> VR was fun, yeah. We, I wish we would have tried it, but it, they were all long lines and I didn't... Or or at the Sony booth, you would have had to book really, them. I think some, all stuff some of them, advance. you would have had to book them on. Yeah. Apps. So um, that was my, my big takeaway. It's like VR kind of started coming around with the Rift several years ago. And we're at the point now that... Back when that first started, I thought it would have died down further, but it seems to just keep ramping up, yeah. which is very interesting. Anything that disappointed you? Was there anything that like didn't uh, live up to expectations? I mean, you mentioned Meat Boy, which I don't disagree with. Um, I don't mind the Infinite Runner so much, so I'd give it a shot. But yeah. um, all in all, there was nothing really that made me say oh man i was hoping this would be better that's my good. only disappointments were maybe games that didn't show up or games that i didn't get yeah to play you were you were looking to play uh one at thq today weren't you um uh, i was hoping they the most recent dark side yeah they have a new dark siders yeah, coming it's funny out. That i was hoping that there would be something there would have um, thought that was on the horizon yeah and you know like the lines for mario odyssey and samus returns like i didn't think we'd actually get to but it would have been nice yeah but, like i would say like all in all I, it's hard for me to find something to complain about it was an all-around really entertaining uh learned a lot had a lot of fun met a lot of people talked to a lot of people yeah it was um, so much fun got to pimp the podcast a little bit with our nice shirts and our business cards that we that we brought along it yeah um the best thing that i saw there i don't know me maybe you have to come <laughs> back to me on that because uh that the indie showcase all around was great. And just seeing the support that they were getting from the show. Yeah, was it was epic. great. Like it's so easy to give it to the people with the most money. It's so easy. And yep. they did have huge setups on their own floor, but mm -hmm. the amount of attention that the indies got as well was, yeah, uh, it was, there were so many games that I would probably never have heard of that like are now on my steam wish list. So yeah, it's brilliant. Really cool. Brilliant. Yeah. What about you, Josh? Well, God damn it. He just took, I, was gonna say. I said everything. <laughs> so, yeah, so I was going to say the biggest the biggest uh, thing about the show that I really liked um, was that uh, just the were the indies. I mean, I, again, I may not I may not have liked all of them or I may not. They might be in genres that I don't necessarily care about. Yeah. But I like seeing them and seeing what people can come up with. And I know the a, we've got AAA developers that are there do, pumping out stuff. But it's just nice to see the, you know, the little guy actually come out and, you know, every now and again, strike gold. If you yeah. Will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was definitely the biggest point of the show for me. Um, 
Probably biggest disappointment, and I think I've already kind of made this clear, was that I wasted an hour and a half at the Gearbox, the Gearbox. conference. It was That's a, so funny because you were the one who wanted to go. The, I did. You were the one That's who why I'm disappointed. That's yeah. why I'm disappointed because I'm yeah. the one that wanted to go. I guess you were looking for Borderlands 3. I was you looking for Borderlands for 3, but, substantial. Even, but even, if it, yeah, even if it wasn't Borderlands 3, and I mean, they said relatively soon into the show that they weren't didn't have anything on Borderlands yeah. 3. And I was like, okay, fine. Maybe they'll show something else. That's yeah, a new IP, something to yeah. wow you. And there was nothing, so it was, <laughs> yeah. it was yeah. a waste of my time. So sorry, Randy. <laughs> and um, general oh, takeaway, though, sorry. I mean, it's I. I'm glad most people that I came across wore deodorant. Um, <laughs> I don't see ever doing this for more than like two days. I yeah. I enjoyed my time. I liked being able to see all the stuff that's coming out. I think there's a good wide variety of like panels and, yeah. and and games and companies and stuff that you can go do. I mean, I'm, I, I, I appreciate tabletop games and stuff. I'm not really into them as much as I would like to be. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would but, it ever be anything that maybe you and Lily could do or you're not that fussed on it in general? I mean, most Stick of the to video games, most of the board games like Lily and I play are like the more, the most intricate ones we play are like Splendor Machi Koro, Ticket to Ride, and yeah. Catan. You know, yeah. nothing that's like the level of like Dominion or you know, uh, Agricola. You know, stuff that's really in depth. Um, sure. So, and I mean, uh, so it's stuff I'm I'm I am kind of interested in. I just need to find like a group of people to do it with and stuff. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it was fun. I would I would do it again next year. Just uh, and yeah. thanks, Steve, yeah. for coming, and thanks, Elliot, for coming, and thanks oh, for coming to Pax West. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for coming all the way to Seattle to see me and to go to Pax West with me. Yeah. I, I would have gone without you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. Yeah. Thanks, Josh, for hosting me. Thanks, Josh, <laughs> for taking doing? me around. We'll Seattle. Thank you. Yeah. Bring you for dinner. <laughs> Buy you a couple of pints. Yeah, it'll have to be done. It is going to be a late dinner. But... Yes, that's true. <laughs> But, uh, How about yeah, you? It was, what was good your, you guys. What was your takeaway, Simo? Well, for me, I just mind blowing. Absolutely adored it. As I say, I feel like this is something that I could only have done because I've moved to America and because I've met people who are like into video games and who enjoy this stuff and who like want to do something like this. And because Josh moved out here. Yeah. This was a perfect reason for us to come out. You know, it's like uh, a perfect storm. And it definitely lived up to expectations. You you say you would only want to do it for a couple of days. I totally agree with that about the the show floor. Yeah, you know, I would only do that a couple of days. But in terms of the panels, well, yeah, okay. Some yeah. of the things that I saw That's on true. Friday, I was kind of like yeah. bit of a gut punch. I was kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna miss those. Well, yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's, it's still more of like, I mean, the panels are are definitely things that because they scheduled them depending on what day they're actually happening on. But then, you know, I don't want to go back to the show floor again for like a third day or a fourth yeah, day. But you stuff. don't have to. No, you I don't have you to feel compelled. Well, right, but you, right, but you pay money for a day yeah. at a time. That's what I'm saying. Yep. I feel like you got to get your money's worth. For we definitely learned a lot. Like, I think we'd have to take some different approaches next time. But mm -hmm. um, all in all, I think we did great. Yes, I like, think so as well. Yeah, really and good. like the panels that we did go to, the, the Witcher panel blew me away. Yeah. I, I really... There, there were a couple of lulls for a couple of minutes, you know. Yeah. But in general, uh, like, they're such charming guys. They're yeah. such, yeah. like, interesting they dudes. And they, they care and they in it. so much yeah. about it. And they they want to make the greatest thing for 
the people who play the game and they want to make the greatest thing for the guy who wrote these books yeah. and they want to make the greatest thing for the people of Poland. I know that's so cheesy. <laughs> no, and so, but so I mean, cool. like, yeah. I do get the feeling that they're really proud of this in terms of their culture as well. And I think that's awesome. That just inspires me. That makes me so happy. The next Warsaw Pact to be written by CD Projekt Red. <laughs> <laughs> they're smart dudes. Um, uh, again, the sights, the sounds, the people, the the like the booths, the colors, the noise. I just loved every minute of it. Loved chatting to everyone that we spoke to. Loved trying out the games. Particularly loved playing the co-op games because like you both have moved away now and getting to like play games with you guys side by side and make jokes and just take the piss was was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's it's something I'd been missing since you both moved away. Uh biggest disappointment. Definitely Super Meat Boy, 100%. Heartbroken. I thought I was getting Super Meat Boy 2, and instead I'm getting an endless runner, which just means nothing to me. Um, And the only other thing that kind of, like, left a bit of a bad taste was the feeling that so many of these games aren't really works of art or aren't really works of creativity in the way that The Witcher is, but more that... These things are just to take your money. Gearbox, you know, Gearbox, Gear, really. Gearbox, is, uh, Gearbox, Ubi churning out like Far Cry Five. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Far Cry Five, the setting actually. The settings. Me <laughs> I will say that, much. but it's gonna be the same yes. boring game, I, and you're gonna do the same boring checklist, and just don't. I just, just don't. Just saying. I'm just, just saying. <laughs> yeah. But so uh, Ubisoft and Gearbox and like. It's just, we've, we've had that same old thing over and over. And as well, to be honest, the MMOs. MMOs, they want to take your time. Yeah. They want to take your money. They want to take your time. I don't have the time for MMOs. You know? And, and I just, uh, like, I don't know. I, I so wish that we could walk around the show floor and see fun-looking games and action games and play them and they'd be like yeah this is a really interesting story and this is the setting and there's so much more to it and you're going to experience this and you're going to learn about these characters and stuff and it's like nope get together with a thousand other people buy a few skins and you know this is this is you're going to play the same the same thing you know the same shooting mechanics the same you know mission types over and over and over again and it's Look, like, there's plenty of other podcasts out there that are going to be talking Final Fantasy 14 Guild Wars 2 yeah, Black Desert Online get the details go there. ahead there but uh, yeah I, I like a variety perhaps though perhaps I need to give these things a go maybe like you said uh, Star Wars The New Republic it's free to play now and it actually has a story Republic. to it oh sorry The Old <laughs> Republic not The New Republic <laughs> Something very different. You play yeah. the original Guild Wars. I'll jump in with you. I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> but having loved, uh, again, KOTOR, uh, yeah. Knights of the Old Republic, yeah, I mean, as much as I did. It's a good gateway for the, you to get in. The Old Republic is, is meant to be good, so yeah. I don't know. If I have a uh, hundred million hours to spare, maybe someday I'll give that a go. Okay, well, Steve, if, if you buy it, I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's free, though. It's so. free, so... You I'm in. Have it already. If you play, <laughs> no, yeah, but it's only free to a certain point, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So if you get past a certain point, then you'll know. You're if you get past a certain it. point, Steve, I'll get past a certain point. <laughs> that's, that's a good agreement, it actually. It actually is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll stream it. I, I'll hold it just, just as much as the last one. <laughs> we'll become an MMO. Rather be MMOing. <laughs> Rather be second lifing. 
So, guys, the, I guess we're going to call that a cast, yeah. right? Yeah, Elliot, uh, Elliot, Elliot leaves here in four and a half hours. Damn. Don't think I'm going to sleep tonight, guys. <laughs> we got to go get dinner. Yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's been real. It's been real life. Yeah. Sitting here next to you, is, yep. it's been fun. This has been great, guys. Um, thanks, everyone. If uh, you want to follow us anywhere else, check out our website at... Uh, ratherbecast.com our twitter at rbpcast um i mentioned our instagram we have facebook rather be playing um youtube as well check us out at all those we're gonna put up pictures we're gonna put up impressions we're gonna put up just um and probably like maybe an article or two yeah hopefully a couple articles a couple of stuff we like just kind of breaking things down it's been such a fun weekend and if you check out the twitter feeds and check out the instagram like you can see a little bit of it yeah. I mean, I think we might be recuperating tomorrow for the We're most be, part. I'll be yes. flying home. Steve will be yeah. flying home, but uh, an <laughs> yeah. episode should go up on time. Yep. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, it is Tuesday morning. Yes. So. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, until then, we will catch you. Well, hopefully, we'll uh, have finished our two games. Yes. Definitely. Uh, Spec Ops the line. I'm, I'm halfway through. And I finished Spec Ops. I know I'm you guys. Done, are... I'm almost done with Wolfenstein. So. Yeah. So we will. Buy ourselves another couple of weeks thanks to PAX. Yeah. And have everything done, and we'll be talking about it uh, on episode 10. So we will see you then. All right. Cheers. Good luck. Thanks, everyone. Later, guys. Goodbye.